listening to The Kelly Slusher Show with your host, Kelly Slusher. Good morning. Hello, everybody. Wow. So I recorded an episode... Oh, uh, let's see. Last week, and I didn't put it out. I, I've got to. I've got to release it by next week. But sometimes I get in these moods where I just get so busy that like I record it, and then all the information to me is old. So I'm like, I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna do a new one. And okay, so I did this thing where I stubbed my toe the other day. And I've got this cute little love seat. I love it. I feel like no one else likes my little love seat. It seems like people are like, why do you have that? Because it's cute. It's like very retro. Okay. It's like, it looks like it's from the sixties. I can pick it up myself. It's really good for playing my guitar on because it's, um, it's wide enough, but it's also small and, um, and it fits me. Okay. But it has these legs that stick out these thin little uh, retro style legs that they used to like, you would see these like peg leg kind of things, but it's cute. You know, it's like they make the TV stands with those little retro legs on it. And I was going really fast and I was, I had taken my shoes off, which I know I shouldn't do. I, I always tell myself wear slippers in the house at least because, oh, clumsy. So I'm like walking and then just like, boom, I just like nailed my, one of my baby, one of my toes. And now I have to wear a little booty, <laughs> a little boot. To walk around. Um, it's getting better. I think I just kind of sprained and bruised it, but oh my gosh, it's like two years ago I did the same thing, but except for I broke my baby toe. And then this other thing fell on my other baby toe at the same time. So I had two broken, well, I think I just like kind of bruised the other baby toe. So I had to wear like two boots on my, like those little, anyway, so now I'm gimping, so um, limping, and um, I needed to go to the, um, I needed to pick up some coffee and I didn't want to go to some, anyway, it was on my way home yesterday. And so I go to like CVS and I go, man, they might have coffee because there was a bank right there. And when you're in these situations, you don't, you may, we take walking for granted. And I was like, well, I don't want to go I have to like go to some, you know, okay, so I'm going to go there to see if they've got, sometimes they've got like coffee. I mean, it might not be the best, but at least it'll be coffee. So, um, I, um, for the morning, you know, cause I was, I had run out. So I'm like limping in there. It's just like, hi, I'm that person. Lamp, 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 lamp. Got my little medical boot on and like, don't want to like, I was like, walk, I shouldn't walk, be walking this far. And then there was this, this guy, he was like doing something, like looking at something on the shelf, but I thought he was a worker. And I was like, excuse me. And he was just like horrified. <laughs> like, who is this beast <laughs> asking me, excuse me, sir. Oh, you don't work here. And I'm just like limping around. <laughs> He's like, I don't work here. I'm like, well, you look like you were stalking the shelves. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then um, I finally find it. But it's like, um, oh my gosh, it's so it, like to be that person. You know, it's really humbling too. I'm like, hi, I'm that person. I want to be limping, limping around. <laughs> don't mind me. Anyway, it happens, right? It happens to people. Okay, so I have a story. Um, there's these people that I'm friends with, and their neighbor is um, this 80, she's like 86, and her boyfriend's 90-something. And I know I've talked about this guy. His name's Jack. <laughs> it's amazing. He is the most fit 90-year-old. And he is like not, he goes on trips. He goes to the gym. He's just like, you know, it, it's, it's not like he's like one of these like, 
you know, he's cocky about it too. And he's just like, I'm Jack. <laughs> and he's fit and he's 90 something. And it's like, he's not letting the limitation of age at all. He's not listening to anybody. You know, he went to the doctor, had some weird surgery. And they're like, don't go to the gym. The next day he's like, I'm going to the gym. And they're like, should you really go? And he's like, I'm going. So the other day he was walking, he had on this jacket and it was a fringe jacket. So I'm like imagining this fringe. I don't know if it was leather or if it like, I'm pretty sure it was a leather fringe jacket. And he's walking in the neighborhood and some guy in his Tesla car was going too fast. And Jack yells out, hey, slow down. And the guy stops his Tesla car, moves, and he gets out and he's like, He's like a younger dude, you know, and he's like confronting Jack like he's going to like beat him up. And Jack's just like doesn't step down. And so I'm imagining this 90 year old man with his like fringe jacket just being like, oh, yeah, you're going to beat it. And he did say he's like, you're going to fight a 90 year old is what you're going to do. <laughs> I don't think the guy like actually stopped to like realize, no, he's 90. Don't fight him, dude. And you guess what? You'll go, you know what I mean? That's like elder abuse. I mean, there's so many reasons why you don't do that. Let the guy tell you to sleep. You're probably going too fast. I mean, it's a little neighborhood and, you know, people do walk out on the street and stuff. And so you really don't. And it's like the streets are kind of small. Yeah, you don't want to go fast. So I thought that was so funny imagining Jack in his fringe jacket. You know, and he's like 90 something. And it's like, what? You're going to, you know, you, you want to fight? You want to fight a 90-year-old? <laughs> and so then like the 86-year-old, like, uh, his girlfriend had to come out of the house and like, break it up. She's like, okay, guys. Okay, guys. <laughs> okay, whoever you are, Tesla guy driving your car, wanting to fight a 90-year-old, please get into reality. Whoever you are, like get over yourself for just one second. I have to check myself too sometimes. So now that I live in this smaller town, I have to take roads where it's just two lanes sometimes. And I get behind drivers that are like, they're okay. I've talked about this like way in the earlier episodes of, um, cause I was in the similar situation. You have more retired people up here. So they're not in a hurry. I had, now I have to like, cause I live, have my own little apartment. Um, and there's not a washer, a dryer. There is access to one, but I kind of have to prove myself to the, this landlord that I'm not going to let because it's in her house. So after a while, she'll probably let me use it. So I have to suck it up, go to the laundromat. I don't mind going to the laundromat. It's kind of interesting, but I think the things that I don't like about the laundromat are the other people when they're like kind of like I went into the one um, I had to go and this right the day that I had hurt my toe. I, I had all this like bedding and I was like, I got to do this. This is going to really be lame, but I want to get that duvet. I want to get all these things um, cleaned, you know, so I can put them away and have them clean and not even think about it. So then I I go and there's this like guy in there and he's just, I mean, he's sketch bombs, man. And, and I knew it, but it was like the early time. Like, I'm like, if I go early, I want to do it. So it's just me and this really sketchy guy. So um, anyway, so there's stuff, there's people like that. Eventually like the, the worker came in and kicked him out, but there's like that is the lamest part about doing laundry is because sometimes some of the people are just like, you're just like, Ooh, I don't really want to be in the same building as you, but I have to do my laundry. So, uh, there was a Rayleigh's next door. So I was like, okay, they, I know they have a little Pete's coffee shop in there. So I'm going to go in there and get a cu cup of coffee. And it's like all older people like gray hair people and the line is long and it's all these old people and my first thought was like oh you guys have all the time in the day i'm a busy working woman 
can I, I'm thinking all entitled, I should be able to cut. And then I like caught myself thinking that way. And I'm like, self, you know what? The elderly are the ones who are like, they're like the discarded people of society. Like no one cares about you if you're older, you know, like barely. So I started like really thinking about like how I was behaving towards them. And I'm really going to change that because it's lame. I have a dad who is 82 and um, he's going through, you know, watching this. It's so crazy. Like when you see your parents going through stuff like this, like you hear about it, but it's, it changes you as a person because you you better (laughs) because you can't. You know, it's like your compassion and like your understanding of reality and like watching someone who was once young just, you know, and getting to that point where, you know, seeing my dad kind of fall apart and now my dad's bedridden and like all these things that I shouldn't be talking about on my podcast, but all this stuff is like so real and it's, um, so anyway, but yeah, the line was really long and, um, and I'm like, you know, I got that attitude and it's just like that same guy with his Tesla, like, oh, I can drive fast whatever old man and it's like but Jack's friend's jacket and um okay so from my previous podcast I am so bad because I didn't play it I didn't I'm not releasing it um I'm so bad like that I'm so sorry that if you guys are listeners that I do that I just I'm a moody person and not in a way where like I'm not like mood swings I used to be but I'm pretty even kill kind of person not not to say that I don't you know get but I do have sometimes um it's mood related so sometimes I don't want to do things because I want to um it's just not but anyway so I got this call Kelly I'm looking for Ralph do you know where he's at can you call me 530-78-782-65 what was that let's play it again who who is this Kelly, I'm looking for Ralph. Who's Ralph? Do you know where he's at? Can you call me? 530-78-782-65. Is that, is, that is that a man? Is it a woman? Who's Ralph? Who's Ralph? Who called me? They know my name. Who's this person? And it's like from Reading. So, I don't know. Is this a prank? Is this someone that's a listener? Maybe you got my number and you thought it'd be funny. A friend of mine said, oh, that sounds like AI, but I don't think it sounds like AI, but maybe AI is doing that now. So you like call them back and you're like, hey, I just want you to know that there's no Ralph. And they're like, oh, would you like to sign up for this Comcast package? Um, There's this, uh, he's actually, I think he blew up in um, comedy, but his name's Tony Baker and he's on Instagram. And he's the guy that does like a lot of the, the animal voices and he's just so spot on. And there's just like one, and I'm like trying to find it. He he redid it with a different animal, but there was this one where it was like a snake and it was like the snake and he was like talking about like, excuse me, <laughs> who's your cable provider? And it was like a snake and it was really funny. Who's your cable provider? <laughs> and then the snake like slithers off. Um, that's really funny. <laughs> um, um, you're not supposed to say, um, not supposed to say, um, it makes you sound unprofessional. I'm, um, professional. I don't care. I talk the way I talk. Back to the Ralph phone message. It made me think about a time. The first instinct, the first thing that came to my head was, oh, it's a, it's a woman with a deeper voice who is looking for a husband or boyfriend. 
and some reason she thinks that he's with me. And the reason why I thought that, which of course is ridiculous because I don't know this person, they didn't identify who they were. Um, but so there was this time, it was a couple years ago, I was eating at this place and it was like this place where it had like tables and you know, it was like you order at the counter and there was a bunch of tables, but they were all filled up. And I was sitting in like one that had, that had three empty chairs and this fella was like, walking around looking for a, a place to sit and I was sitting on one end and I said you can sit over here you know I was just being nice and he so and he was there and so we kind of start talking and I thought he was kind of cute but I wasn't like way over the top thinking he was that rad but I was like whatever you know talking to him but we had a good conversation and he asked me to hang out and so I was like okay so I gave him my uh, contact and he contacted me and he's like hey let's you know want to go meet up so we went to a a little brewery brewery I can't say that word right brewery went to a brewery brewery and that you know it was like it it was like a meetup there wasn't like some fancy date which I think breweries and coffee shops are the way to meet people these days instead of like going to some you know the older days where you had to like go to a fancy restaurant just go meet up and just get like a beer and see if you even like this person anyway you know anyway so I am um, so I meet, meet with him and the whole time he's showing me um, his criminal record on on his phone like he was like he looked it up and it's like yeah check me out yeah if you look me up because there's you can search people and I'm like oh yeah no it's him he served time he's in prison you know he was in there for years like I want to say like 20 years and um and so I was like oh okay this dude you know and he was kind of proud of himself <laughs> like he got in when he was like 18 or something like really young in life and then um and then he tells me why and he was just the whole time was about that I mean the kind of red flag number one with a guy anybody who just talks about themselves the whole time and I didn't really care because I wasn't that into this person and I really really probably wasn't planning on seeing him again but I was like okay so red flag number one should be he was in prison red flag number two <laughs> he was a, just talked sometimes guys will talk a lot about themselves but that's kind of because they i don't know i know there's that whole thing where they like to prove themselves but um but anyway so anyway so it it, it was kind of weird like i wasn't gonna go home with them i wasn't gonna you know i didn't even care to make another date i was just like okay cool nice to meet you you know and he walked me to my car and i didn't kiss him i was just like i was not even you know it was barely there for me and it was and he was being weird let's put it that way i could tell he was being a little bit sketchy about something he's like oh you know i'd like to you know oh oh that's what it was he didn't he kept making these excuses like, oh, yeah, he was trying to meet up with me. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. My mom's in town this weekend. I, I have to, like, wait till, like, Wednesday or something. So it was something like that. And I thought for one, red flag number one was that, you know, you're like, what? Your mom's in town? Okay, that's weird. Not that it's weird, but anyway. And then when we, like, I walked him, you know, he's like, I think I walked him to his car. My car was near his. I was like, okay, bye. And he's like, oh, yeah, I want to see you again. But, oh, and he was being kind of weird about when. And I'm like, okay, it's okay, dude. Just like, just, you know, whatever. Call me or text me or whatever. So I leave. And I'm like, okay, that was weird. I didn't really think much of it. I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, dude, or that went to prison. Where are you? Call me. You know, I kind of blew it off. And then, like, the next day or two, I get a message from on Messenger from this woman and she goes 
Um, were you on a date with my boyfriend? <laughs> Red flag number five. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. That's why he was being weird. He has a freaking girlfriend. Oh my gosh, what? Are you kidding me? He just couldn't resist me. When he, I was sitting in that little restaurant, he was like eating his... <laughs> he's eating his meze. And he's like, oh, I've got to go on a date with this chick. <laughs> Oh, they got a girlfriend. You're so lame. <laughs> so I was like, I actually responded like, well, I didn't know. Yes, I went out on a, I was like, and I was like, really, because I've had something similar happen in a way, and it's very painful. You don't want to go through that. So I said, yeah, actually, I did. I didn't know that he had a girlfriend, and I would not have gone out with him. And then I said, and just so you know, nothing happened. Just so it was just a, we just met up for beer or something. And then I noticed he had, he had like blocked me on his Facebook, but it's like, I don't know, cheaters, prison people, whatever. I don't know. Anyway. So then my first thought was, oh no, <laughs> some lady thinks I'm out with her dude. <laughs> That was lame. I was like, when you think back about like lame dates, that was like probably one of the lamest ones. Oh, I should do an episode of lame dates. Oh my gosh, I should so do an episode. I'm gonna do that. It should. Um, <laughs> that would be funny. Okay, um, I'm gonna think that over because it would be because uh, I have so many stories and I don't think I've gone down that route. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, who's Ralph? Why did this person call me? I did not call them back. Um, and that is because I don't want to open up that door. But if it's someone that knows me, you're brilliant. And um, if I don't, then... Um, okay, here's another thing. What's up with the pillow trend? The pillows, like, why? And it's, you know, and it. I always get really confused about this. So especially in the 80s, this was like a real big thing where like the men, the women would decorate the houses and then the men had to live in these houses and they like the fluffy curtains, the fluffy couches, like the fluffy curtains and the floral fluff. And um, men had to live in this. And like, it's so weird. And like women are like, nope, this is how we're living. And it's like, well, what if the guy doesn't want to live that way? Oh, you get the man cave. So you have to, you know, you have to go live in the den. So, and that, that still lives on, but I'm not married, but if I were, I would, and, and I have been, I'm not that kind of person. I'm like, oh, we should co, you know, this house needs to be something you want to live in and something, and you want to look at and something at me as well. Fortunately though, I'm not super, super, super like girly like that. Like I'm, I'm feminine, I'm girly, but when it comes to aesthetics and stuff, like I am, but not, I don't, I'm not like the puffy stuff, like the puff curtains, which is not a trend now, or segue into the pillow trend. There are people, women, who like so many pillows on their bed that it, like the pillows extend to half of the bed. Like, okay, so you gotta, you know, you gotta have like the two main pillows, and upon that, you need to put the duvet pillows on that. And then with those pillows, you need to take two huge decorative pillows, and then you need one long pillow, and then we need to stick like another couple little pillows, and then like another one, and then just a few more little ones. And it's like by the time they're done, it's in the middle of the bed. And I'm, and, and, kind of exaggerating, but kind of not. But maybe the trend has gotten a little bit better because at night, 
If you have to make your bed every single day, you have to take like 50 pillows off your bed. I don't understand it. It's impractical. A few pillows are cute, but 50? Half the bed? Why don't you just take the whole bed and make it one big pillow? Like just, um, the, I just, I'm like, I love this decoration of the pillow all the way to the end of the bed. So that seems like something that, like, if a husband was married to a wife like that, that they'd be like, why am I living like this? It's like a woman, they always take over, like, the house decorations and stuff. I guess because we're nesty and we'd like to decorate and stuff. And I've seen, I've gone into guys' houses and it's like, you need a, a woman in your life. <laughs> Definitely seen that, but maybe not to the extreme. Um, <clears throat> and I was talking to a friend, and she said she had she loves to rescue dogs, and she has this dog. She had a dog that um, had like I'm gonna say that she always she loves um, not golden retrievers, but she loves the those really sweet German shepherds. So she always rescues these, these German shepherds. And I guess like somehow the ears of the German Shepherd got clipped weird. I don't know. I don't the dog had weird ears. So she put this little hat on the dog and it was like this little, like a little teeny, like a top hat type of thing. And one time she put the, the on the dog and you know, like, cause like, you know, dogs, people love to dress their dogs up. And um, anyway, she puts the top hat on the dog and she said the dog loved it so much. <laughs> That the dog would just like she'd put the top hat on. The dog would like stare at, it, at itself in the mirror, like side, like the little sly eye, like hmm, hmm, I'm loving this. And she said the dog would always wear its top hat. I thought that was so funny. And all of her dogs are like the sweetest dogs. Nobody wants, you know. She's like that kind of rescuer, and I love that about her because she's got a huge heart and she takes in these dogs that just no one no one's gonna love and she'll love them to the end, till the end of their life and then they don't live long and she gets her heart broken but that's her thing i love sweet people who care and that's just so beautiful um have you noticed that nobody looks cool making a right hand turn and so now i've made it cool I have attitude. My, I have a right-hand turn attitude. And you're like, what are you talking about, Kelly Slusher? What does this mean? Well, if you ever notice, like, um, I'm sitting at an intersection, this one intersection, and people have to, like, kind of really turn their heads to look right to make sure no one's coming so they can go. But they they have to stick their neck out so far. <laughs> they look so silly. They look like turtles. <laughs> And they don't even think that people could be seeing them look like a turtle. But I see you. So what I do now is I like get my cool on when I'm like, okay, I'm turning right. And I just like get my my, my little attitude. And I'm like, uh, I'm turning right. And I like kind of take my shoulder and like mm, get my little sexy look. I'm like, I'm turning right. <laughs> I'm not a turtle. I've observed the turtle look. <laughs> Notice it. It's really funny. Like, no, like. You can, you know, this is the thing. You can combat that. Okay, y'all, we haven't listened to a sketch. So let's, I'm going to play an oldie but goodie. Let's, let's check this one out. I love this one. It's called Urine Pal. What is that smell? Are you tired of your husband missing the toilet to the side on the left just a little? Just look at those streaks just running down the toilet bowl collecting dust and fur. 
heard time and time again. We've heard the same thing from wives and live-in girlfriends. You're in for a treat with new Urine Pal. No longer do you have to be the enemy of urine. You can be its best friend. Hey. Thank you, Urine Pal. We're pals now. So I made that. Uh, that is an older sketch that I did as a fake commercial. And I played it, you know, some episodes back, way in the beginning. And so... Um, that one is silly. I love those kind of like, oh, urine pal. And like, did your husband miss the toilet on the side to the left just a little? Because it's funny. It's like ads that always make fun of them because because it's funny. I have more. I have more. I'm going to be doing more sketches. I've just been it's just been a busy time and but not. So got a little lazy, I would say. But uh, I'll be doing some more of those. I love Mitch Hedberg. He is one of the funniest comedians, and I don't know if everyone knows about Mitch Hedberg. I used to know a lot of people that would talk about how funny he is. I do bring up my some of the comedians that inspire me that I I love. I need to revisit some Mitch Hedberg. I think the one thing about him, he's he says he cusses a lot, and so you can't play it for everyone because it's like, oh, did you just? But sometimes it feels good to to cuss, right? Sometimes I cuss. Sometimes I let out a couple S's and a couple F's sometimes when I get mad, but that's only when I'm really mad. Okay, so, but I woke up the other morning with a Mitch Mitch Hedberg joke in my head, and it was, (laughs) it was like, um, what was the joke? It was about, oh yeah, I had an ant farm once. Those guys, I think he said like, I had an ant farm once. Those fellows didn't grow, boop, sheet. They didn't grow sheets. I won't say the real word, but they didn't grow anything. So funny. Check out Mitch Hedberg if you don't know about him. You should know about him, but he died in 2005. So not everyone's hip on this fella, but he is probably one of my favorite comedians. And if you know who he is, you understand. He He's legit. And um, anyway, so I saw this little ad on um, uh, blah, 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 Craigslist. Um, because I sometimes like to peruse the musician uh, ads because it's good to kind of see who, you know, maybe there's some good players out there because I'm always thinking about bands and stuff. And the area I live in, like, there's musicians, but they're all in, like, 50 bands. I like to say that, 50. No, they're all, like, taken. They're all, they have so many projects. It's like you can't, oh, can I borrow you for... (laughs) I got a show coming up. Can we practice? Oh, you got your other two bands, three bands, you know. So it's kind of good to see who else is, you know, available anyway. Sometimes I've, I've found people, but it's few and far between. But when you do, they're like gems, you know, it's like finding that gem. So, um, but I found this guy posting in there and it's the wrong place to post it because he needed to post it in probably the artist section. And it was this guy and it's like his, um, he's wearing his jacket and he's got the title of his, his um, album and his name. And so... He's like saying things like this. So it says he's looking for someone to shoot a video for him in a cafe. And he wants this like fancy camera. Like his request of the camera was actually a nice expensive camera. And he's willing to pay. And he's like, I'll pay you like $20. <laughs> so that's the part that I was just like, I LOL'd laughing my buns off my bunzers off because it was so silly like don't even offer payment at that point you know so so my head I'm thinking this I'm like what this would look like okay so 
person decides to do this and they're like, oh, I'm going to make $20, but they're maybe not, they wouldn't even be thinking about that because you wouldn't even, this would not be a motivation because you know, you'd have to like leave your house, pay for gas to get to the place. You'd have to um, have your camera. You'd have to go to the cafe. You'd have to be awkward in the cafe. You'd have to make sure the lighting's right. If you don't have lighting, like what does the guy want? How long is the footage? You take the footage, you'd record them. Um, then at that point, you have the images, but does he hold on to his $20 before you edit it? What happens then? Is there a whole editing process? But what I was thinking, it was like all this work, because it takes, it's not easy to film people, by the way. I mean, it can be, but you want to get a good shot. You know, the lighting has to be right. Um, it could take, it could take you an hour at least to just get like a, you know, everything involved with this would take a couple hours. So, um, thinking about this and then like, you know, you do this thing and, you know, you've worked and, and then at the end of the at end of the, the session, he like takes his wallet, takes his wallet and like pulls out $20. Like, thank you, sir. <laughs> it's just like, oh man, that's bad. <laughs> Don't even offer the payment. Just ask for it and say, hey, you know, I'm, I don't really have a budget for this, but I'm willing to do a trade. If you're looking to like, um, if you're a, a, a videographer and you would like to do footage or like if you want to make videos and you want someone that needs a video, I mean, there's so many options as far as that goes. Get a friend to do it, but don't, the $20 thing, don't, anyway, I just have to. I have to get that out. I just thought it was funny. I don't mean to make fun of him because I know he's probably young and I know musicians, you know, if you're at that point relying on mon money for out of your music, like I've, um, I don't want to be pessimistic about being an artist, a musician, but the reality is, is we don't live in a, a society that where you go out and be like, I'm going to apply to go be a musician and it pays $50,000 a year. Like you're self-employed or if you want to take the route of being a more successful artist, it's going to take some work getting out there and getting in front of an audience, which is can be done. It's not, it can't be done. Absolutely can be done. And then there's, um, it depends on what level you want. Um, and if you're good, you have to be good, you know, and you have to have something that people want to hear, but you, it's a lot of work and you have to be willing to do that. So yeah, that's probably why he wants his video. And you know, like he's trying to, you know, get exposure, but I know that's why I'm not trying to be mean about it, but it's like, dude, the $20, don't say that. All right, all you wonderful, fine listeners, I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you for listening. I had a really fun time making this episode and, uh, yeah, I'm going to let you go. Oh, so I'm going to end it. Oh, so, so I'm going to end it with a song that I wrote then released a couple years ago called Someday. It's available on iTunes for streaming and Apple Music for streaming. And it's, you know, you can buy it and purchase, on, I purchase it on iTunes, Bandcamp, and all the places. I, I kind of, when I when I release my music, it's very, it's very available. I also made a very adorable stop motion animation where I cut out, I drew and cut out little images and I animated them. I threw my, my I'm actually in there too. So it's this combination of uh, me playing and singing with my animations. It's one of my favorite, probably one of my favorite music videos I've ever made. And it took me a couple months to even do it, which was actually pretty good for 
something of that, you know, of that length, because three-minute animation could take a long time. So check it out, y'all, and follow me on Instagram, and like and subscribe and do all the things that you do when you like a, a podcast and keep me in the loop of your loop of the podcaster looper, the loop a doop. All right. Talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye.